Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Craig Amsinger, MLB Network from uh, the Lindenwood University, a native of St. Louis, noted Cardinal fan, joins us now. Uh, and Greg, we know you for your hair, obviously, but also your rugged good looks. Was there anything in preschool, maybe as a youngster, that threatened that uh, that beautiful face of yours? Yeah, uh, her name was Kate Bernard. She was kicking her leg back and she was leaning against the chair. And I was walking with muffins. I had to pass out birthday muffins. It was my birthday. Oh. And I turned around, and she smoked me in the mouth with the back <laughs> of the shoe. It knocked, out, it knocked out two of my front teeth oh. on my birthday. Oh. On birthday. This was actually kindergarten. It wasn't pre-K. But real quick, I got the best pre-K story ever. So my daughter is going to this bougie pre-K in Manhattan. <laughs> And we are by far the youngest parents in this room, okay? It's the first day. Now, the day before, we watched a movie, and a guy gives a, a, a movie star uh, a middle finger, right? He flicks him off. And my daughter asked me what that's about. I go, it's something you should never do. So we're sitting on circle, it's circle time on the rug. And all the parents are sitting in, like, theater-style seating. Teachers are on the rug. My daughter's sitting there facing the entire crowd, right? And all of a sudden, this little middle <laughs> finger starts popping up. No. And we're like, no, stop. We're, like, panicking quickly. <laughs> My daughter flicks off 40 parents on the first day of preaching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That's amazing. Oh. <laughs> That's classic. That's, That's great. Wonderful. That's great, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's fun. a reflection of our parenting. It's a reflection of my parenting. I think. Yeah. Hey, what did you think of that bunt by the Cardinals last night? Ah, uh, you know what? Small ball works for me, man. Do anything you can. Anything you can. Um, uh, there were a lot of weird things that happened last night. A curtain call for uh, Contreras. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Like all of a sudden, he's he's the beloved, which is a good thing. I will say this: I, I was looking at the dugouts of both teams, and I'd rather be a Cardinal than a Padre right now. Mm. Think about that for a second. Their vibe is terrible. They had no life in that dugout at all. Uh, uh, Fernando Tatis is sitting on the top step with a towel on his head, and it looks like he's not interested in anything going on in the game. I, I, I really think the Cardinals have a better mojo, believe it or not, than even the San Diego Padres. I'm trying to find out which team deserves the Bummer of the Year award. And there are many teams in play for this. You've got the Yankees as a disaster. You've got the San Diego Padres, all the moves that they made. You've got the New York Mets, Scherzer and Verlander, who are supposed to be epically good. Then you've got the Cardinals, who had two MVP finalists from last year. And then you've got the Angels, who decided to hold on to Otani, and it became the worst baseball decision in the last 100 years at the trade deadline. So I don't know which one of those teams is going to take home the bummer 
of the year, but I got to come up with a trophy. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I got to come up with a trophy for that. Greg, were you surprised with Adam Wainwright's last start, knowing the struggles that he had the previous few starts? You know, he didn't have anything to get swing and miss, but he grinded six innings. The fact that the Cardinals couldn't get him the win is heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, from everything I'm hearing, they're going to do everything they can to get him those wins, those two wins. And you might see him pop up in the third inning of a game where the Cardinals are winning 5 nothing, They're going to get creative. They're going to try to see if they can get him to 200 career wins. The way he competed the other night, uh, he mixed his stuff up a bit more. I think the sequencing was better. I do believe Adam Wainwright will end his career with 200 wins. I think we're all pulling for that. I think everybody's pulling for that for sure. Well, Greg, of course, we have to ask you about the big news coming out yesterday about what in the world are the Angels doing? Putting six impending free agents on waivers, potentially it's a salary job, of course, which is just very intriguing. Can you break that down? And what is the likelihood you think of maybe the Cardinals trying to pick some of those guys up? I think a lot of people are looking at Giolito. Well, I think, look, if, if you can land a guy and get him in your uniform and show him how great the culture is before you talk turkey, before you talk about a long-term contract extension, it can only help. So bringing in Zilito, even though they're a last-place team, I think it, it, it makes sense. Spend money to make money. It makes sense to get him in the uniform, show him the culture, show him that we're really interested in you. Uh, he hasn't been, you know, knocking everyone down. He hasn't been striking everybody out as a member of the Angels, but he's still got premier stuff. As for why the Angels are doing this, uh, Perry Manazian has egg on his face. I don't believe he wanted to hold on to Otani. I don't believe he wanted to make the moves with the Rockies to get Gritchick and Crone and go all in. I don't think that's what he wanted to do. But ownership is a completely different animal. And to me, this reeks of an ownership decision to go all in and try to get to the playoffs to help keep Otani, who's his cash cow. And it reeks of another ownership decision of, oh, hell, it didn't work. Well, I don't want to pay these guys $7 million for the last month. Get rid of them all. This is an owner overriding the the instincts of a front office executive and it's unfortunate because as of right now i, I think i think they're a mess i, I think I, I think the angels are, are a complete mess i don't know how they move forward uh, without a complete rebuild uh, and i think otani isn't coming back but it's it's, it's going to move on to mike trout what do you do with mike trout to pay a guy this much money and have such a bad product on the field we're going to see the Angels taking headlines in baseball for the next year and a half, I think. Greg, there are a lot of really good things about the wild card in baseball. And the wild card is never going away. It's going to be here. However, how fun would it be if you had the Rangers, Mariners, and Astros, who are all tied for first in the AL West right now, how fun would it be if only one of those teams made the playoffs? Ah, that's nice. I, I agree. That would be great. I do miss the one wild card game. Anytime you have an opportunity for a lose and go home situation, it feels like a game seven. I, I, I'm into that. They just got so much pushback. They being the commissioner's office from the players' association, from the players themselves. 
that this isn't fair. Uh, the, the, the organizations didn't like it all coming down to one game. Uh, I hear you on that. Um, but I, I like expanded postseason, Randy. I, I really do. I was a purist for a while, but to see all of these fan bases get into it. I mean, I, I went on the air the other day. Uh, I think it was a Saturday. First off, why am I working on a Saturday? We can talk about that a little later. But then I, I look at the standings, and I'm like, wait a minute. The, the Seattle Mariners made up seven and a half games in ten days. Now they're in the playoffs. If the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs in ten days. So I was like, Washington Nationals fan, hold on to your seats, okay? There's seven and a half games out of a wild card spot. This was as of Saturday. Baseball is a wild game. And because of the expanded postseason, you can make up ground. The unthinkable can happen. And I'm into that. Growing up in the 80s, knowing that your team was out of it, by a week after the All-Star break, to me, was a bummer. So I, I like the fact that hope still prevails and teams can squeak in. I like it, too, but I don't think they need to be mutually exclusive because it was so much fun. I was talking earlier about the Mets-Cardinals rivalry in the 80s where one team was going to the playoffs and the other team, which was probably the second-best team in the league, was going home. Or the 93 season where both Atlanta and San Francisco, I think they both wound up winning 103 games and one of them had to go home. Uh, I, I love that drama too. I, I love having the expanded playoffs, but that drama was sensational where you could have the two best teams in baseball or at least in a league rumbling down the stretch and one of them was going home. Yeah, now to me, I'm looking at it from a television executive perspective. Yes, you are. That sounds pretty dramatic. Like, wait a minute. You're going to have the New York Mets overflowing with superstars. Dwight Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, Ron Darling, Keith Hernandez. This team moves the needle. You're telling me I've shelled out all this cash for postseason television rights, and they might not even make it? That is where I see. That's true. We're trying to grow it. We're trying to get as many stars in postseason baseball as possible. And we want people to tune in. I think the more stars, the more markets, the better in the month of October. Greg, what are, you, uh, what are your plans when you get here this week? You're, you're, you're just going to the football game. You're not able to stop by and see us. We, we wanted to see you, Greg. <laughs> we were looking forward to seeing you in studio. And unfortunately, you, you don't have plans for us. You know, I, honestly, honestly, I didn't get I, I didn't get a haircut, so I, it's not nice and tight. There's nothing to see. There's nothing to see. It, 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 the, the style isn't working. I, I, I'm overbooked with golf. So I really have that time to go get a haircut. So other than that, I don't know what I bring to the party. So I don't think you're missing all that much. I really honestly don't think so. All right, just checking. Well, we were waiting. I mean, we had like a present for you, anything. We thought for sure you were coming, Greg. <laughs> oh, well, a present. He didn't mention present. Nah, now we're talking about well, now you'll your never language. know. <laughs> yeah, you'll never know because you had to be here in person to get it, Greg. I'm swimming by. I can take an Uber. I can keep the Uber car running and uh, running to get my present. I can figure something out. We'll get creative. Okay, so we got to know why you were working on a Saturday. Uh, bad agent. I, I, I've been mad at him for a while. I've been mad at him for a while. He needs to get back to pressing the pen on the paper. Now, listen, listen, let's say I've got a great agent. Uh, you know, when you go through, uh, networks go through all the ebbs and flows, and they try to find out what works and ratings at peak and whatnot. Well, believe it or not, baseball is a heavily watched sport on weekends. I didn't know this for 14 years. So uh, fans like 
in baseball on Saturdays and Sundays. So they pulled me aside. They were very cordial about it. And they're like, we would like to squeeze you into one of these two days, Saturday or Sunday. And I agreed to it. And I, a couple of weeks ago, it was me and Albert Pools in our smaller studio called Studio K. And I go, Albert, there's way too much firepower in this closet right now. The two of us <laughs> in the studio, this is not right. But I'll do whatever. I'm a team player. You know that. And they also coaxed me into doing it through a gift. So they gave me a gift, and it made me work, and I'm fine. I like it. And it allows you to come to watch your beloved Lindenwood Lions start off their season tomorrow night at Hunter Stadium. I will be there. I will be very loud. Listen to my, my smoker voice. I will be screaming all over the campus. I, uh, I, I really look forward to it. Uh, unfortunately, the schedule doesn't play out that I can come to a lot of games this year. But if I could come to the first home game to kick the season off, I'm all in. Randy, I know you'll be there, and I'm going to be wearing my Lion Pride gear. So show up, say hi, because I'm going to be kicking up the college football season in St. Charles, Missouri. All right. And are you, uh, are you doing MLB tonight tonight? Yeah, I'll be on. Okay. A little baby show. Yeah, they're making it up to me, 9 to 9.30, I think, Eastern. Okay. Don't do uh, like an Alex Cobb. Don't only give me 27 minutes of programming. Give me give me the full 30. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you down. I won't let you down. My final strike will be better than his. My final strike <laughs> will be better than his. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> See you. See, see you tomorrow. That's uh, Greg Amzinger, MLB Network from the Lindenwood University and a product of St. Louis, Missouri.